I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, I'm your host Sarah. And I'm Tooby. And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. Now, this episode is also about vampires. I couldn't fit it into the last episode, so we are doing an extra. Now, we may do this in the future if there are extra stories to add. We hope you enjoy. This episode is all about... The Highgate Vampire. It is, and are you ready... Yes, I am. In the 1960s, vampires were all the rage, with numerous movies and TV shows exploring the horror genre. This obsession had seeped into the public consciousness, making the news of a disturbing act of vandalism at Tottenham Park Cemetery in 1968 even more unsettling. The London Evening Standard reported the incident, and many Londoners immediately jumped to the conclusion that it must be linked to black magic and the undead. Quote, These persons arranged flowers taken from graves in circular patterns with arrows of blooms pointing to a new grave, which was uncovered. A coffin was opened and the body inside disturbed. But their most macabre act was driving an iron stake in the form of a cross through the lid and into the breast of the corpse. The report stated that on the 31st of October in 1968, unidentified individuals trespassed into Tottenham Park Cemetery. They exhumed a recently buried coffin 
and plunged a sharpened iron bar through the lid, piercing the heart of the deceased. In addition, they collected flowers from neighbouring graves and arranged them in an eerie pattern around the exposed coffin. The newspaper expressed shock and confusion at this appalling act of desecration. However, some readers speculated that this heinous crime could be related to vampires. The Tottenham incident appears to have heightened the fear of vampires in London, but it wasn't until 14 months later that the city would experience a vampire frenzy akin to Van Helsing on steroids. On the 24th of December 1969, David Farrant caught sight of what he believed to be a supernatural entity, a grey figure, while passing Highgate Cemetery. He was intrigued and decided to share his experience in a letter to the Hampstead and Highgate Express on February 6th, 1970. In his letter, he asked if anyone else had encountered something similar. A few days later, on the 13th, several individuals responded, showing their own encounters with various ghosts that were said to haunt the cemetery or the adjacent Swains Lane. These included a tall man in a hat, a spectral cyclist, a woman in white, a face glaring through the bars of a gate, a figure wading into a pond, a pale gliding form, bells ringing and voices calling. During the 19th century, North London Cemetery was the ultimate destination for affluent Londoners. The burial ground boasts a magnificent vista of elaborate headstones, gothic statues engaged in a never-ending war against rebellious ivy, and a star-studded list of permanent occupants, including esteemed German philosopher Karl Marx and celebrated novelist George Eliot. Following the publication of Farrant's letter, another individual by the name of Sean Manchester stepped forward to provide additional details about the events that transpired at Highgate Cemetery. Manchester was also interviewed by the same newspaper and his recollection of the incident was published on February 27th, 1970. Under the headline, Is There a Vampire Lurking in Highgate? According to Manchester, a powerful black magician who was once a medieval nobleman was buried within the cemetery's grounds. He claimed that this magician had been resurrected by modern Satanists and now roamed the city at night in demonic form. Over the course of the next few weeks, the Hampstead and Highgate Express kept a close eye on the ongoing saga, conducting follow-up interviews with both David Farrant and Sean Manchester. In a piece published on March 6, 1970, Farrant revealed that he had stumbled upon several deceased foxes during a recent excursion to Highgate Cemetery. Manchester went on to claim that these unfortunate creatures had been used as sustenance by the alleged vampire that was said to call the cemetery home. In a gruesome twist, rumours soon began to circulate that the foxes had been found with their throats brutally slit and completely drained of blood. Highgate's vampire rumours quickly spread to London's mainstream media, 
prompting ITV to air a special programme dedicated to the story. On Friday the 13th of March, the programme was broadcasted live with reporters stationed in Highgate Cemetery. The broadcast attracted a large crowd and within hours, hundreds of Londoners flocked to the cemetery. Despite the best efforts of the police to keep them at bay, they scaled the gates and walls of the ancient burial site to search frantically for the vampire among the graves. Some even came armed with weapons, preparing themselves for a possible encounter. But the mob's efforts were fruitless, as the hunt failed to produce a vampire. Although many of the Londoners who flocked to Highgate Cemetery were motivated by curiosity rather than fear, several individuals interviewed on the scene revealed a fervent determination to eradicate the vampire and halt its wicked reign of terror. Despite the dubious nature of the Highgate vampire tale, the mob harboured a genuine belief that a vampire could be lurking in the city, fueling their efforts to uncover and eliminate the creature. Several months after the incident on the 1st of August 1970, a burnt and decapitated female corpse was discovered not too far from the catacomb. Law enforcement officials speculated that it was possibly utilised for occult practices. Although there was no concrete evidence to support that theory. During one night in August, Farrant was spotted by the police in the churchyard adjacent to the graveyard, holding a crucifix and a wooden stake. Subsequently, he was arrested, but the case was eventually dismissed in court. After a short interval, Manchester revisited the Highgate Cemetery with his crew. With the guidance of his psychic assistant, they succeeded in prying open the doors of a family vault. Manchester uncovered a coffin that seemed to have been relocated from the previous catacomb. Despite his initial impulse to drive a stake through the corpse, he was dissuaded by a colleague. He closed the coffin, but not before leaving behind some garlic and incense in the vault. The buzz around Farron and Manchester escalated when whispers of a magician's duel surfaced, supposedly set to take place at Parliament Hill. The duel was being heavily promoted in the London underground stations, with flyers popping up all over the place. The event set to take place on Friday, April the 13th, 1973, on Parliament Hill in Hampstead, was the talk of the town. But there were some disturbing rumours swirling around about the event. It was said that the two participants were planning to sacrifice a cat in the presence of naked virgins. This news sent shockwaves through the community and many were outraged at the thought of such a heinous act taking place. Things only got worse when a local man's beloved pet went missing. Mr. Farrant was quickly vilified by both the RSPCA and the media, who accused him of beheading the animal as part of a pagan ritual. The atmosphere was tense, and many wondered what would happen next. But the anticipated showdown never came to fruition. Farrant's notoriety further amplified in 1974, when he was imprisoned 
for disturbing memorials and tampering with deceased remains in Highgate Cemetery. Despite his insistence that Satanists were responsible for the vandalism and desecration, Farrant ultimately took the fall. As a magician, a lawsuit seemed far too mundane for his taste. Instead, he took matters into his own hands by sending voodoo dolls with pins in their heads to those who had called for his prosecution, including an RSPCA inspector. It was just a little extra insurance. The Highgate vampire remained a frequent topic of discussion and writing for Farrant and Manchester, who each sought to highlight their own role and discredit the others. Their ongoing attempts to claim sole ownership of the vampire story led to a lasting animosity and fierce rivalry between them. This bitter feud persisted for years, marked by verbal attacks and ill will, until Farrant's passing in April 2019. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What did you think of that story? That's quite weird, I can't lie. I weren't expecting that. It's brilliant. I absolutely love this story. Can you imagine these two blokes, who probably would have been best friends had they not hated each other so much, hate going on with all that anger towards each other up until 2019? Yeah. I love it. The 70s were crazy. They were really crazy. I mean, I was only little, so... I don't remember an awful lot of it. But to have all of that superstition, you know, and I I think at the moment it's quite prevalent because we're going through all of this um, cost of living crisis and all that sort of stuff. It's a very similar sort of time and people do look to spirituality and all sorts of other things when things go crazy. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about another vampire in London. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. Well, watch this space, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we hope you enjoyed this extra episode of The Whispering Woods. If you did, could you please rate and review? We'd really appreciate it as it gets the podcast out to new listeners. That's it for now. Catch up with us on Sunday. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.